0: rankings month on run up the score continues this week we've got our running back countdown from 40 down to number one so we got a lot of running backs to talk to you guys about we're going to split it this episode is going to be 40 through 21 with our plum picks for the running backs this season we've also got one through 20 coming thursday but right now we got those diamond in the rough those sleeper guys you need to know so let's run up the score You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody! Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey, and Tom.
1: Hey, everybody, gentlemen.
0: Week two of Rankings Month, and we are already going to two episodes a week. Oh yeah, yes. Uh, too many running backs to talk It'd be about. Be like that sometimes, Don. Sometimes it do it, be like that.
1: It do be like that. So
0: uh, we've got so for the for, as I mentioned in the open, we're get we're going forty through twenty one on Tuesday and on Thursday the big Kahuna's number twenty all the way up to number one. So we're really holding you guys in suspense for who's going to be our number one running back. Um, to me, that this we've is been the talking about for that like five the, months. That the real. The real fantasy fans wanna to listen to. Yeah, you know? this is the this is a big one. This is the one you want to hear. Yeah, I think. The other guys, you know the other guys. Well also part, I think too.
1: it's actually both episodes are good. Oh not to, yeah. Not to shamelessly plug ourselves, but I think <laughs> that area of like fifteen to twenty five. It's like so huge. valuable. Yeah, League it winning so That value. Yeah. So, you know, both episodes have their merit. So uh, definitely subscribe. Oh, yeah. That's Resubscribe
0: cool. <laughs> if you unsubscribe.
1: Actually, yeah, that does help. actually If you actually unsubscribe does. and then yeah. subscribe again, it boosts our numbers. So go ahead. Oh, yeah, and that counts Y'all know too. what to do. Yeah, That's think, good to know. Yeah. I'll
0: be doing that all day. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we've got uh, we've got some running backs. We're going to get through 40 through 21, like I said. Um. A lot of position battles. That we're going to be breaking down in this specific episode as well which i'm excited to get into but right now since this is an episode for the fans let's get to our plum picks i can feel it down in my plums
1: i can feel it
0: <laughs> <And> we're <laughs> in my blood <plums. laughs> so we're feeling uh, every time it's great <laughs> yeah uh, so tom you seem very excited so let's start with yours
1: okay yeah mine's uh it's pretty simple if you've been playing fantasy for the last few years You're going to know about this guy. It's Gio Bernard. Um, Not a banner year last year, but it wasn't also for the Bengals, who's a team that's usually in contention. Gio Bernard sneakily played 16 games. He was very usable down the wire, uh, you know, week 15, 16, 17. Yeah, he was big down the
0: stretch in one of my lists. Yeah, he may
1: have won you some championships. So some of you, uh, he may have lost you a championship too. So some of you are probably very happy with him. Some of you might hate his guts, but he finished just outside the top 40. Um, the year prior with only playing 10 games. So if we're ranking the top 40, he's going to be inside the top 40 if he plays 16 games and the Bengals are back to a team that's respectable. I know that that's kind of the big ask, but I don't really think it is. Andy Dalton has led them to, you know, he hasn't had any playoff success. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. But we don't play fantasy football into the playoffs with the redraft league. No, or, we don't care about you that. Know. Yeah, so no. he's a team or he's a player that keeps his team in contention. Gio Bernard has a high floor. He's finished in the as an RB2 the year prior, 2015. And I know Joe Mixon is getting a lot of hype right now, but he wasn't perfect, right? So no, for sure. Gio's, you from it. Gio's still going to get rushing attempts. Jeremy Hill has flew the coop. Yep. Um, so he's still gonna get attempts. He's gonna get a lot of looks in the passing game. And you're drafting him at a at a price where he can only be fortuitous, yeah. I think.
0: And this Gio was, I think, one of the biggest surprises at running back for me last season because Joe Mixon never shook him. Even when Joe Mixon took over the lead back role from Jeremy Hill, Gio Bernard was still featured heavily. Mixon was dealing with concussion issues, with ankle issues. Fumbling issues. Fumbling issues. Yeah. And so Gio had a role. And like we said, he had the keys for quite a few weeks there. And he was killing it. Yeah, all yeah, those so things, things this are This is a guy, you know, that all could happen again this year too i yeah, was starting and only him, one of it needs
1: to happen truthfully yeah. fumbling problem concussion whatever and he's more than a handcuff he has independent value which is why yeah. i want to mention he's a good guy
0: in a standard league towards the end of the season which is how good he was doing so i think his PPR yeah. floor is very high and like you said he's free absolutely free yeah so my plum pick is going to be uh, demarco murray because right now he's unsigned so obviously he's unranked and uh I think really wherever he goes, he's going to play. Yeah, And yeah. he's proven that he can be effective pretty much anywhere besides right. Chip Kelly's offense. So I think he's long gone, though. So I think he'll be all right. Well, I mean, <laughs> he was
1: effective in that offense, just not for his draft price. Right, so right. Yeah, wherever he, just... he goes right now, for his price, he's still probably going to be very effective. Oh,
0: yeah, exactly. So, you know, you just got to pay attention to where he ends up because he'll end up somewhere. Yeah. I like, I like this a lot because – DeMarco Murray like he's not going to sign till August. I think we can kind of wrap that up. Yeah. Be- and basically what that means is he's going to go to a team with a glaring need that identifies it during the preseason Colts. or a team that has a serious long-term injury to their starter right exactly. either way he's going to sign with a team that's going to give him the opportunity to start and be the lead running back and i think he knows that and i think that's exactly what he's waiting for so that alone makes him an intriguing fantasy option unfortunately until he signs i don't think any of us are comfortable putting him in our rankings no yeah but in a even- dynasty
1: startup draft i think he's a sneaky pick because his- yeah his value will um it won't be really present in the draft lobby. Like, you won't really see him reflected in a nice position. You'll yeah. see him nowhere. Yeah, so uh, you can steal him yeah. for a couple of years or whatever he's got left. Even in
0: a tandem, he's been really good in the red zone, too. So, yeah. like, even with Derek Henry, yeah, where he was basically a split, he was still star ball, really fine, Yeah, you know? So I think he could even succeed in a tandem. All right, that'll bring us to mine. I'm going Corey Clement, guys. You know, that the Doug Peterson running back roulette may continue in Philadelphia. So we've
1: got him out of the top 40.
0: We do. Yeah. Yeah. Who did it? It was me. It was, there's so many guys. Wait, dude. Who are you? Not, you? I don't have him in my top 40. So you
1: dragged him down at, to plumb pick him?
0: No. <laughs> no. In a way. I don't mean intentionally. <laughs> I'm
1: just saying, like, that's what happened.
0: I, I guess, kind <laughs> of. Not Certainly not intentionally, but, like, I mean, he's not a very known commodity anyway, and we know. Yeah, only scored what the a Eagles did the Super running Bowl back, that- 150 total yards. But yeah, well, okay, so yeah, but but he's never been a, a fantasy guy. No, obviously. I know. I'm just messing with so, you. So Don. yeah, worry but about I really it. like him. I think he's a really talented guy, and I think that you know there's a way that all the chips Eagles Chip Kelly joke. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because I had Another to explain one. it. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, I think there's a way that the chips fall into in in Corey Clement's favor, and he can be. The highest scoring Eagles running back this year. It might be a frustrating highest scoring Eagles running back again, but I see a way that he gets there. Me too. And he's that's good. really it. He's another guy who was really good for them in the red zone too, and he's a he's like a matchup nightmare yeah. as a receiver out of the backfield. So he right. he's going to hit big plays like he did in the Super Bowl. I think yeah. more often this year.
1: We'll see if Darren Sproles returning doesn't True. knock into that because yeah. all he really needs. Because I think we all agree that he's a talented player. All he needs is the long exposure. Yep. Um, and Darren Sproles could eat into that.
0: Right. All right. So let's get to um, let's get to our top forty. Then we're going forty through twenty-one right now. We'll get to twenty through one in Thursday's episode, starting with number forty. And we got a special shout out because we got hit up by one of our rudders on Twitter saying. Please don't sleep on carry on Johnson like everybody else is. So to that brave individual who slid into the DMS, we hear you. We appreciate you. We're going to talk about carry on Johnson. And I got to be honest. I just don't know what to make of this guy. All I know is that he's got some talent. He's in a situation where a team needs a running back to step up badly. And he's a young guy. He's a talented guy. He could do it. And so that because of that upside alone, I like him. Yeah. And I like that. He he's not coming into the same coaching staff and the same You know, there's a there's a new coach, head coach for Detroit, so that's got to mean something. Obviously, the same offensive coordinators there, but hopefully, he brings a maybe a culture that helps them run better. Yeah. The reason that I think we don't have him ranked higher is because the Lions haven't had a team, a rushing offense inside the top thirty for the last three years. Yeah, we haven't seen it from Carry On Johnson yet, and we haven't seen it from the Lions in years. So it's just so it's tough to see a run, uh, an actual running back. (laughs) And we're gonna to get to a different kind of running back that the Lions have in a in a couple of positions here. Yep. But like I said, I, I mean I like the upside of Carry on Johnson. All he's gotta do is leapfrog LeGarrette Blunt, who, you know, he's a big bruiser, he's the touchdown guy, but you know he's not a twenty carrier guy. He's not gonna be the twenty carry guy anymore.
1: It's a uh it's a long term play, really, right? Because uh garrett Blunt doesn't sign long doesn't sign long term deals. Uh, Theo Riddick is 27 years old, so he's getting up there and running back age. He's dealt with some injury in the past, right? And I think if he can, if they can sort of work him in, like they really rushed it with Amir Abdullah, and Amir Abdullah had his own pitfalls, of course. Yeah, he um, sure. Did. But they want a running back. They just haven't been so lucky to have something so reliable. So I think the the addition of Legarrette Blunt is good in many ways. Right. I don't think Carryon Johnson's prospects are ultra high this year but the way he runs he's like a new style runner he's closer to Le'Veon bell than he is to uh devonta freeman let's say so the prospects are there i definitely like him in dynasty but for uh this year it's a temporary expectations and maybe something fortuitous can happen yeah you know i don't want to wish injury on anybody but he could be a bell cow in that situation yeah but without that I don't see him uh, being a bell cow.
0: Right. Yeah. Agreed. So, for the next couple of rounds, we've got guys who are going to be on offenses where one of them is probably going to give you value on a weekly basis. We just don't know who it is yet. We're starting with the Jets, their tandem of Bilal Powell and Isaiah Crowell at Powell. number 39. Powell, Powell Crowell. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, and Powell. you're gonna yeah. hate it come fantasy season because oh. they're just gonna eat into each other like you would not believe. Yeah, that's same exact a... thing as last year with Forte and 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 Powell. Yeah, yeah. something I mentioned uh... and Chris Ivory, right? They had last year. No, no Chris, Ivory Chris Ivory was a
1: Jaguar. Ivory was a Come on, Donnie. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, McGuire
0: was the other guy. Yeah. They would just be like, yeah, yeah you can and, go in too. We think
1: I mentioned this on some episode. I don't even remember which one it was, but there were series where they would go, um, Bilal Powell. Matt Forte and then Elijah McGuire, either one play at a time or the guys would run in the next play or whatever, yep. like a grade school football team, Yep. <laughs> or they would go series by series. Mm-hmm. And it's just like an even market share of running back is nauseating. It's so, especially in three heads. So yep. three headed monster is horrible for fantasy football. Especially so.
0: because everybody, by, you know, by the middle of the year, everybody's going to know that one running back should stay on the field longer than the other.
1: And who would you bet on? I would bet on... Paul Powell. You'd bet on Bilal Powell? Yeah, I would I bet think on He's Isaiah. been there
0: so long; he's like the cockroach of the Jets' offense. Like, they've it seems been... like he should have done it by now. That's though. my yeah. point.
1: And if they go out and pay Isaiah Crowell, I think that. Um... It's more
0: likely to be, and there. you got to think Crowell would went there because he thought he could get he could get a I shot. think he'll get the bigger chance to start yeah. for sure. Well, the, but the we'll Jets' see.
1: offense is now the Browns' offense of old. It's right. uh, Terrell Pryor, Josh McCown, and Isaiah Crowell. Yeah, so uh, those and we know how well it
0: went for Going to be a fun year. Yeah. Yeah. And they got a rapport. They got yeah, reps. Yeah. yeah, let's go to number thirty-eight. A couple they know of, what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, number thirty-eight. A couple of they soft... don't know
1: what teams not to join. <laughs> That's for
0: sure. (laughs) Anything else? Go Jets, (laughs) baby. A couple of... (laughs) Jay! Hovering the mute button. A couple of sophomores from the Packers at number 38, Aaron Williams and... No, sorry. Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams. I'm already combining them. Um, They both had serviceable performances that were probably emergency fill-ins. We know Ty Montgomery is probably going to be a factor in there somewhere, but... You know, they spent mid round draft picks on both of these guys. You got to think that they're going to want a long look at both of them at some point this season to figure out who they need to go with moving forward. Um, Some of us think it's Aaron Jones, some of them think it's Jamal Williams. They're both talented. I mean, I just don't understand with Rodgers coming back and hopefully playing a full 16. I don't know how either of them really is like a threat to be more than a flex. For the, yeah, they haven't for had the a, a you know real good running back in so long. It feels and they like definitely haven't had one stay healthy. It feels like that good year from Eddie Lacy was ages ago now. But um, yeah, it's tough to say. Aaron Jones averaged basically a full two yards per carry more than Jamal Williams in his run. But um, you know Jamal Williams was in on a, in the tough days with with Hunley deep in his terrible uh, state. So yeah. he really had to struggle. A time um, before hope. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think Jones runs a little harder, so I kind of I kind of like him more.
1: Yeah, I like Jones as an actual running back's running back and maybe Jamal Williams out of the backfield, but I think that uh, Ty Montgomery is going to be the backfield guy and in, in those gadget situations. And he's a celebrity himself. Yeah. Aaron Jones <laughs> drafted 182nd overall. Blake 182.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: shout out to Bucky Isotope, who is Mark Hoppus. Yep. Yes. And Jamal Williams drafted 134th overall. So if- – I mean, those aren't banner draft positions, so it's almost uh, exchangeable at this point. But you got to believe that Jamal Williams drafted first, you know, there's something to be said there. I actually do lean toward Aaron Jones, um,
0: but hey. Like you said, he's a running back's running back, and you know Aaron Rodgers is going to want somebody back there. Who has the same first name?
1: Yeah, I mean when they drafted <laughs> these guys, uh Ty Montgomery was a receiver, technically. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. let's not forget about that.
0: No, I, I meant a guy who's gonna block for yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Jamal no. Williams was was touted as like a, a good pass blocker yeah. out of college. Yeah. My okay. last
1: thing is to not get overexcited about these guys because with Aaron Rodgers, the Packers rush the ball in the red zone the least of any team. Yeah. They throw it, well. They and throw, now they have Jimmy Graham. They throw more passing touchdowns in the red zone than any team.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I mean, what more do you need, right? Um number thirty seven, Marshawn Lynch. You, can you guys take the I don't care about him well, at all. You I would have scored touchdowns. Take him.
1: You could have ranked Corey Clement. Yeah. I and could've. I because I didn't rank Marshawn. I think that that's another cannibalization. I had him
0: fortieth. And I'm I'm mad about it now.
1: That's another cannibalization with uh, him and Doug Martin. And neither are exceptional uh, pass catchers. They still have uh, Jalen Richard. So it's like I mean I don't know how they're gonna have positive game scripts all the time in a way that's gonna reflect positively for well, Marshawn. They need to have Marshawn will have games where he scores a touchdown or something. But I think it's gonna be pass interference in the end zone yeah. and a one yard plunge.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think. I think with Gruden, they're actually going to run the football more than they than they have in the past couple of years. They've just thrown, especially in the in the red zone. They've just watched Amari Cooper drop countless touchdowns. They can want that. Is this the year?
1: But that's what for then, Amari Cooper. No, <laughs>
0: it could be. All right. but we'll find update, out, folks. Uh, We'll find out next week, I guess. Right in yeah. the uh, in next week's rankings. But um, I think it is. Marshawn's going to score tuds. So if you're going to get tuds, you'll get in my top forty. Yeah, I mean. It's just How a good year for going to score. Is though. it, it going to be incredibly hard to tell when? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll get him. Sometimes he might score three against the Jets in the first half. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Wasn't that what happened week two? Whatever. Um, Theo Riddick. I mentioned another Lions running back. He's our third number 36. Um, I love Theo Riddick. He's the poster child of the zero RB and full point PPR league guy. You know, if he catches six passes, he's probably going to do better than. You know certain bell cow backs in in certain cases and for sure you know those those little guys like Riddick and Chris Thompson and guys like that like they always end up having a bigger nose for the end zone than you would think. They're the only guys on your team that you root for to get blown out you know yeah. like <laughs> when you have theo riddick you're like please lose lines yeah. like go down 21 yeah. nothing and just don't fall down just do a pick six game. and they're down 20 yes yes yeah, like good <laughs> all that stuff is like good <laughs> yep. for for having a guy like theo riddick Yeah. And if it's a full ppr league you know even half ppr you know which he can these get rankings the, are half ppr half ppr base exactly so even half ppr he can get it done for you no yeah. problem we probably would have had him higher if our standard ranking was full. I think I would have. Definitely. Um, yeah. So anyway, another combination, but because of the potency of this offense uh with with the Patriots, we've got James White and Sony Michelle up there. I mean, I th- I think I didn't rank Michelle. I just don't see it for him yet. I mean, you know, the Patriots system is, you know, advanced trigonometry or whatever the hell it's <laughs> the equivalent of it in math. And so like it always takes rookies a while to get that that's true. into their system so maybe michelle is a threat later in the year he's certainly not going to be week one i think james white's still the guy especially in full peep leagues and i you know if they get to the super bowl you got to throw james white into your fan why well, i ranked both of them that's for sure and when i um when i ranked both of them in my top 40 i had kind of baked in that jordan or julian edelman's going to be suspended the first four oh yeah that did that season. didn't break when we did the quarterbacks episode too did it um, it did not. No, yeah, it did not. So yeah, he's been so, suspended there you go. for
1: four games. He's appealing it, and what they found actually was an unknown substance. So much like uh, the NFL, oh. um, ready for the joke?
0: <laughs> Leave sure. it to Julian Edelman to get busted for something that doesn't su- show up on the stat sheet, <laughs> like heart and grit. <laughs> yeah, and whatever kind of new steroid he that. took.
1: I mean, that's the thing, though, right? It's, it's like come back it, strong. It was just so NFL of them to suspend him for something that they don't even know what it is yeah. yet. Yeah, right? In June. It must be bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, just wait. Figure it out what it is. That's like, just, how yeah. I am, that's like how I am with food. <laughs> Go to the lab and, you know, poke around. We got no idea what this is. You are yeah. suspended. <laughs> that's
0: like me with food. It's like, it I tickles. have no idea what this is. It must be awful. <laughs> exactly. And then, and then I wait until I'm 26 to try chips and salsa. <laughs> but anyway. Um, no, you did not. That's 100% true. <laughs> Oh my! And now everyone who listens to this podcast knows it. James White, Sony Michelle, um, <laughs> Sony Michelle, I think is a great guy to look at in dynasty leagues. Yeah, so for it's sure. like he's my highest-rated Patriots running back. If you're drafting for a dynasty league, I think even higher than T Rex Burkhead, but. I mean, these guys are going get, to get work, especially, yeah. like I said, in the passing game, no Amendola, too. So they're going to get short looks, I think, early in the season. So I think they're both going to be yeah. startable early on, and that can be parlayed into all and season Tom, long. What and, what did you say up. when we talked about Tom Brady in the quarterbacks episode?
1: That the running backs score more rushing they,
0: touchdowns than you think. Exactly. Yep. So if that's the case, then we got to talk about any running back on their roster. And you,
1: we've got Rex Burkhead up the list as well. He's
0: coming up, actually.
1: Yeah, so it's like – we're ranking three running backs, and that goes to show you that yeah. we think that they're all going
0: to score. Yeah. This is an offense yes. that you want a piece of. You like, just got to hope that you get it right.
1: And I don't. I, I'm not trashing Sony Michelle. I actually. I think I have him ranked pretty high. But um, the the reality is, is that it's hard to decipher. Yeah. And I think that's kind of big. There's in. still
0: two other running backs on their team that we didn't rank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we could have. That are our known fantasy commodities in their own time. Yeah. And so they score touchdowns. Right. Yeah.
1: So that's what's that's the crazy thing here is who's gonna get the goal line. Right.
0: Yep. All right. We'll move to number Tom thirty-four, Brady. the uh <laughs> recent signing of the Carolina Panthers, CJA, CJ Anderson. Coming off of his first thousand yard season in his career, which is interesting because he's been serviceable for the last, you know, three or four years that's, as a Bronco. I think that's rushing yards though. Like total yeah. yards, I think he broke a thousand. Oh, definitely. Years. Yeah, um so. but he goes to... The Panthers, where he will be exclusively used as a runner, you'd have to imagine alongside Christian McCaffrey. So, yeah, I, I this must have been the team that was offering him the most money, and he it was a team he felt the most comfortable with going I to. It, I think so. It's a pretty, I like it. He's got a good great fit. touchdown potential for standard league drafters. He's a guy who will be a bi week fill-in who you can probably count on once the Panthers get down in the red zone again. We do think Cam is their best rushing option in the red zone, but C.J. Anderson is probably going to be their number two weapon because they want to try to protect McCaffrey so that he can do his work out of the backfield. I think he's a money
1: spot start at any week in the season. He's basically going undrafted, so if you're late, you know, maybe you're the Christian McCaffrey owner. It's definitely worth a shot yeah. on yeah. CJ Anderson if because if sure.
0: McCaffrey goes down, he will be the number one waiver wire ad of on course. our weekly recap episode. I think he should be owned. He, yeah. he, he's going to be, gonna be drafted. I think yeah, he for should. Sure, be.
1: he's going like in Nowheresville right I now, know, which is awesome. which is
0: nice. I mean, that's great. But I mean, the problem is, is where the where the touchdowns going to come from? It it could get tough for him. But I think you're right. There's a really safe floor with him where you're probably going to get at least. Seventy five yards from him, at, oh, you yeah. Know, yeah. every week, no problem. For and sure, And maybe some tugs, and maybe a tug for the man. Yeah, <laughs> also our abbreviation for tud. Well, Touchdown. no, no, that's, that's C.J. Anderson. Oh, that's his. That's right. That's he right. was in a Twitter battle tud.
1: with some random guy, and he's like
0: talking about his sports. talking about his
1: Super Bowl performance or uh, Week One versus the, both versus the Broncos games yeah. versus the Broncos in. In which he scored tugs, T-U-G-S. And he didn't, like, emphasize that. He just casually wrote, yeah, "Yeah, and I had two tugs that game.
0: Well, just be careful because... You know, one tug's fine, two tugs,
1: well, okay. <laughs> Three, Three tugs. Threes,
0: and now we're like a little out of control, Not CJ. Three
1: tugs you're playing with. Yeah. You? <laughs>
0: Three tugs, congratulations. You played yourself. Uh From CJ, we go to DJ, Duke Johnson, number 33. I love this dude. He bailed me out big time last year. A bailed couple the Browns of out a couple times last year, too. Yeah, make to the look tune of zero respect- wins. I mean, he made him look a little <laughs> respectful. He was easily the best player on the worst team ever assembled in NFL history. So for that, he deserves at least a cuddle. Well,
1: he got an extension of which he deserved and which was talked about for a long time, and it it really didn't come to fruition. Like when we were talking about him earlier on the season in draft episodes and the running backs behind uh, the Cleveland Browns, we were like, well, they're going to extend him. Why don't they just draft Saquon, blah, blah, blah. And then this extension never happened, but it just did. Yeah. So uh, good things come to those who wait for Duke right. Johnson, and uh, he remains in our rankings because that shows that they're yeah. committed to using him.
0: They've put Hopefully him in the Hopefully more than last year. He yeah, was they, electric last year. Well, they won't be
1: able to use him as much, I think, Don. It, I and think it's
0: going to be tough for him this year.
1: Exactly. So he finished way higher than running back 33. Let's put that out yeah. there. He
0: finished as an RB1 in, in full PPR. He finished
1: as an RB2 in half, but... We're going to drop him a lot because uh, he ran routes out of the slot, Jarvis Landry. They have three running backs back there now that. Chubb
0: and arguably uh, Carlos could, Hyde, they just you got. could say
1: both are better than him.
0: Carlos Hyde's a Admiral. good receiving back, too. He exactly. doesn't get a lot of credit for that. So
1: we're not discounting him completely because the Browns haven't.
0: He's the only Browns running back we have on our countdown, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, well, because he's not going to be cannibalized right. by those other two. Yeah.
0: And I think that I think I'm going the other way on this. I think they're going to make sure. That Duke Johnson keeps a role or has a bigger one because he's the guy who's really been, to quote Kirk Cousins, getting it done. I just don't see how it's can, it can be bigger. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Agreed. He's
1: efficient. Yeah. I like him getting as long as he's involved, he's usually fantasy relevant. Yeah. So um, as long as he stays involved, he'll continue to be fantasy right. relevant, and that's my. Uh,
0: All right. That's my opinion. Moving on, then we'll go to Chris that's Thompson. It. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Book then. it. Okay. <laughs> Running back 33. All right. It's in the books. And so we go to Chris Thompson at 32. Moving him. Um, <laughs> had a great nose for the end zone last year. Was very involved in Washington's offense last year. But he did tear his Achilles tendon. And my sources have indicated that you do need your Achilles tendons to run. Yeah. And it is definitely tough to cut. To, uh, to come back from that injury. That's been tough for a lot of guys throughout the years. But assuming that he's able to. Um, He's in a great spot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've got the I've shared with you guys this uh Christian McCaffrey comparison before, right? Uh
0: yes, he had like a way better college I'll, career than I'll wait it. No, no, no. The, no,
1: no, not even college. Just last year. Oh. So, uh he only played 10 games, right? Right. I mean, granted, Christian McCaffrey, these were his first 10 NFL games ever. but Yeah, he was right.
0: And McCaffrey came on strong at the end of last year. Either way, he was worked
1: in immediately, yep. right? And oh, Christian yeah. McCaffrey's draft price, let's be honest, he's going to be it on the high. next episode. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that goes to show you. He's a Thursday guy. <laughs> but through the first 10 games of each of their 2017 seasons, Thompson had more rushing yards on fewer attempts, more receiving yards on fewer receptions, and more touchdowns than Christian McCaffrey. Yep. They play a similar Whoa. game. Yeah. They play a similar game, and they have about a seven-round draft
0: disparity. And not to mention, he just got Captain Checkdown as his quarterback. Yeah, Alex Smith, my boy, Mister Dump It Down, going to Thompson is just a match made in heaven. I I love this. I I was Check, surprised please. that uh, you guys didn't rank him higher. I had him. I had him ranked higher than thirty-two. Uh, it was the Achilles for me. I mean, Running backs and Achilles injuries, I think and And I guess Geist, the there's some fear with him. Um, Has to be. He's we'll a, get to him in a little bit. Too. Yeah, he's a, he's a Tuesday guy. Yeah, uh, he's a Thursday. Yeah, he's a Tuesday guy. You're right. Um, <laughs> Rex Burkhead is a Tuesday guy. T-Rex Burkhead, the T's for Tuesday. That's right. Um, also could have been for Thursday, but maybe Shut next time. Shut up, Don. <laughs> Rex Burkhead at 31. I think where we have this ranking, it shows us that we think the cannibalization in the Patriots' backfield is going to be with... James White and Sonny Michelle, and with uh, Jeremy Hill and Mike Gillisley, which means that Rex Burkhead, who was used a ton and used in plenty of different ways, he was working out of the slot when the Patriots wide receiver core was was ravaged with injuries in the middle of that season. So I think Burkhead, like, remember, this is the guy who Bill Belichick just went out and got. Didn't tell anyone else, just said, I'm going to go get Rex Burkhead. Yeah, I think that this is his chance. And with a year under his belt, he's got a great opportunity. Dion Lewis is out of the way, so that quote-unquote lead back role is up for grabs. Why not Rex Burkhead?
1: Who also ran very many routes out of the slot when he was used. Also got the goal line when Mike Gillisley was uh, in the doghouse. And... I just think that Rex Burkhead is one of the more talented guys. you want to talk contracts, um, they just signed him again. Yeah, They yeah. didn't have to do that no. by any stretch of the imagination. He got
0: hurt. He didn't even really play that much last and, year. And uh,
1: they gave him the guap again.
0: I think he's going to get the goal line, man. And obviously, when you get that for New England, you can have an incredible season. You That's can have why incredible games. Garrett Blunt, 18 touchdowns a couple of years That's ago.
1: That's why I have him the highest Me as too. well. Me too, as did I. I, I actually think... Um, one of Jeremy Hill or Mike Gillislee is going to get the
0: snips. Absolutely, and, I think that that's the that's the position back. And for I me. think
1: it breaks my heart, but I think it will be Jeremy Hill, yeah. uh, based on age. It might and be both of them. Honestly, they just, it could be both of them, but they like to have a big rotation back there. Yeah, but what it, about
0: Brandon Bolden? They got his number. We talked with Ian baby And uh I think, wait till the end. Of you the know, Gillisley
1: G- Jeremy Hill's contract—he's cheap as all get out. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Gillisley's still on a rookie deal. You know, you know, you want you want to see what he can do in the yeah. future. So it's it's tough sledding for my boy Jeremy Hill over yeah. there but uh Jay Hills.
0: Yeah. But anyway, Rex Burgers <laughs> good. No, no. <laughs> Rex going to give it to you Good yeah. uh, oh, team nice one. name. Nice thank nice you, thank one. you. Nice yes, one. we'll be uh we'll be we'll be peppering in some team names uh throughout the um throughout the episode cuz whatever we can think of one. Yeah. Um Marlon Mack coming in at number 30. Um he's the only guy Mac left. Miller. There you go. Oh my god. <laughs> With a K. Yeah. 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 yeah I yeah. mean, you yeah, know, know so of course. Yeah, your college rapper demographic's gonna love that. And one. when you <laughs> win,
1: you could say it's best day ever. There yeah. you go. Yeah.
0: Um Marlon Mack, I like how much of Marlon Mack's value is tied to Andrew Luck playing? All of it? Uh a good bit.
1: I mean yeah, a large portion. You're gonna want the running back I mean, he's good out of the backfield too, so I don't think it's it's obviously inextricably linked, but I don't think it's a uh, binary situation where it's yeah. like okay, well, okay, let me talk about the Miami Dolphins for a second. <laughs> a sure, little bit yeah. of a spoiler alert. They're going to be pretty bad, right? Yeah. So that's why I like Kenyon Drake because he can catch out of the backfield, right. and that's like where he butters his bread. Marlon Mack, they use him in both ways. Right. So I think regardless, he's going to have value.
0: And he hit a lot of big plays last year when he when he had the opportunity. So he has that potential, and especially if he does have luck, obviously, yeah. that puts him in an incredible opportunity. But sometimes when the quarterback's in and – He's not as good. You give the running back more carries. He just panic dumps it down to the running back. And that's the kind of stuff we're looking for in fantasy. Yeah. No, yeah. And Marlon Mack could be that guy yeah. to provide it for you. It'd be that RB2 that just gets all the garbage.
1: I'm glad you mentioned the big plays. He kind of reminds me of like a Jay Ajayi light. Yeah. Like you just need to give him the ball enough. He just needs to knock on the door enough to raise his yards per carry to get yeah. more big plays. Yeah. And uh, he didn't really get that because of Frank Gore. So he has a chance to... You know, have more opportunity this yeah. year. Yeah, no
0: doubt. Well, we mentioned the big plays from Marlon Mack. Perfect segue into our next guy. Maybe the, one of the biggest big play threats out of the backfield that we've seen in a long time. It's Tariq Cohen. The best. We love his ADP right now. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's starting it's go to rise. Because set. Matt Nagy was like, I can't wait to, to see. All of the different things we can do with this guy. I've read like six articles with like six different quotes from him about oh. Tariq Cohen and how he wants to use him. Like, I saw one where he's like, you know, what's nice is like you can put Tariq Cohen in the backfield and the linebacker has to look at him and be like, damn, I have to try to cover him. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, this guy is going to eat. And yeah, he is. Gonna what? Eat.
1: Can you name any linebackers that can cover him?
0: Uh, Levante Keekly. David.
1: I was going to say maybe Keekly, but like, it's I'll he give fast Keekly enough? the
0: shot. Keith got the work from McCaffrey in that video a, in training camp. I mean, that's, yeah. That's a different animal Tariq Cohen might game. give
1: him the shakes. He like, might. Yeah. He's good in coverage, yeah. but can he cover <laughs> Tariq Cohen on a wheel route?
0: Can, no, I don't think Signs anyone point can. point to no. <laughs> um, that's why we love him this Shazier year, could've
1: Shazier could have put yeah. the, the brakes on him a little Shaley, bit. Shaley, yeah. We, yeah he's, well, he's great coverage. Yeah.
0: Best of luck in your recovery, Ryan Shazier. We love you. Yeah, he's getting um, better. Yeah. Uh, Tariq Cohen, man, we, we have been – Stomping our feet for this guy since week two of last season. Since week one, yeah. Yeah. Once I saw him play one game, I was like, "I am in." I thought he was going to
1: be their wide receiver one, and he should have been. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he
0: should have been their wide receiver one, and maybe their RB one A. Yeah, and I don't. And their tight end one after Zach Miller went down. (laughs) I think his role will. I'm done. I think his role will be comparable to um to. Tyreek Hill, not like it'll be comparable in the fact that they're going to set him up year more than Tyree they're going to set him up year. to hit big plays. Yeah. He'll get more carries I think than receptions, but like he's they're going to set him up to hit home runs this year. And when you have that chance, and even if it's in the you know seventh or eighth round, and it's even it could be even climbing higher than that, mm-hmm. um, it could That's be worth it, it just to get those you know those weak winning performances. Yeah, if you can shore him up with like with like a more known commodity. He's a great flex guy. Oh yeah, you know, and and at the sixth round, he's right in there. Especially if you're going zero QB zero tight end, he's so we love him. I'm smitten. I don't (laughs) even think
1: we need to talk about him much because I know we're going to keep talking about him. Yeah, yeah, (laughs)
0: you'll hear him a lot. Dion Lewis, a guy we've heard a lot from, uh, basically since the season two started for us. He Mm -hmm. goes to Tennessee. We like it there for him. He's going to be the bigger pass pass catching role. Then Derrick Henry. I don't know how many carries he's gonna get, but he's definitely gonna stay involved because the Titans have loved that two-back system over the last few years. So I think this was a great spot for him that I definitely didn't like at first. Yeah. But I like and, it now. And they have a new head coach, but he's come out and said that they're committing to the running game. He's already said that, you know, if um you see someone as listed as the starter that it doesn't necessarily matter these two guys are going to be used as like the focal point of their offense they're both going to be used in different ways but they're both going to be used pretty heavily and i think that's why we have a guy who's uh A backup who's actually never played a sixteen game season besides last year (laughs) ranked this high. You know, like this is actually a really good ranking for a guy who's signed as a backup to and who's never actually played a full season. You know, it's yeah, it's tough to rank somebody that high, but he does show the promise. He did it last year, and the team has has committed to saying, "Listen, we're using these two guys, and we're running it down your throat."
1: Yeah, I like it. I'm totally cool with it. I like him a lot. I like to own both of them where I can. Not yeah. even as a handcuff thing. I think they both have independent value. Yeah. And obviously, he's a PPR play. Um, we could even rank him higher, but I think we're just a little bullish on uh, Derrick Henry as a group of people. You might see those yes. two ranked closer together on other lists, but I think we're just Derrick Henry fans over here. We are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're. I'm. I'm certainly a. We also big big watched Believer. like game film last year, so like. Yeah, and, it and watch makes Henry sense is. why we like him so much. No, yeah, he's I mean, so he big. Anyway, anyway, we'll get to him. We'll get to him. We'll yeah, get to him. And we're not always—he's a Thursday guy. We're not always <laughs> so,
1: uh, you know, in harmony on our rankings. So no, right. you yeah, don't don't yeah. expect us to be like, oh yeah, well, we're just a Derrick Henry podcast. Yeah, yeah. we're just we just so happen to be three
0: Derrick Henry well, guys. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have no idea how I let you guys sneak Rashad Penny up all the way up to number twenty-seven. I don't believe in this guy at all. That's because of him. He was a reach <laughs> draft pick from the Seahawks. Everybody said it as soon as he got drafted. I have him on the Thursday. The Seahawks episode. Yes, you do. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. He's got him as a Thursday guy. That's how he climbed this My high. brain hurts. But I mean, I see it. I mean the, I don't. the highlight tapes and stuff that I saw from him, he runs like pretty angry. He's a big dude. He can catch. He's got speed. So he has everything. But where is the Seahawks line? That's 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 the thing for me. It's like they they haven't been able to do it. Well, by week five, they're just gonna be picking, you know, guys who are throwing fish in that market in Seattle <laughs> to to Pike's block place. for him and Russell Wilson. Like it's just not gonna happen. Well, maybe they'll be Robinson picking... Cano's on steroids, so and he's just got suspended so he could do it too, I guess.
1: Maybe they'll be picking those guys to throw a pitch over to Rashad Penny because that's how much they want to feed him the ball. Right. And those guys have that motion
0: on lock. They do. Yeah, but they do. <laughs> look
1: Rashad Penny. You put they, that
0: weight right back in my lap, Tom. Way to go.
1: <laughs> they want him as a three down back. And they've gone out and said it and said it and said it and said it. And I get that they don't have a good line, and I'm on the record on this podcast saying, Yeah, it's a cute thing, but you know, how's that gonna work? Right. Here's the thing opportunity and touches butter your bread in fantasy football. And For he's sure. gonna have so much of that. The Seahawks are not gonna stop scoring. They're not going to not get in the red zone. They're not going to not be on the five-yard line. Rashad Penny is going to get his traction, and he's going to have a lot of, I was going to say action, but I just don't want to (laughs) rhyme.
0: Traction and action. Traction and action. (laughs) Rashad Penny.
1: I just think that he stands to have the most touches of any rookie besides Saquon Barkley, and I just think that that catapults him into a RB2 conversation. I think he's a talented runner, and above all else, I believe in the Seahawks' front front office. They have always made good picks in the draft. Yeah, So I reserve judgment on uh, reaching. Because what do I do when I'm playing fantasy football? Not that the stakes are as high. I reach Reach. all over the place for guys that I like. And they get their guys and they use their guys and they've had success in that. The only area they haven't had success is the backfield. So once they hit on that, I mean, it's probably going to lock in if they can just get a guy who's going to stay healthy. Because in all likelihood... The reason they haven't had good success there is bad luck. Yeah,
0: and injury too. Like that's what I mean. It's bad luck. Procyz, who's now a cut candidate too. So if he gets cut, you know that kind of opens up the chance for him to really have the three down roll. That's
1: what I'm saying. Because like the. The Seahawks backs, Chris Carson, Thomas Rawls, they've all had great games. Rawls is a jet. Well, I know, no, no, I know. But oh, what I'm sorry. saying is like in the past. Oh yeah. Okay. And like they've had great games. There have been RB ones week to week. Yeah. But stretches. they've never just strung it together. Even for the CJ process RB one while he was a JD it McKissick. Together. But they can't stay healthy. So if they can get this guy who's pretty bullish, they want to make him a three down back and he can stay healthy, then right. RB one's a ceiling for me.
0: Okay. I feel a Fair. little better about it. A little. Um, Alex Collins. This is a guy a lot of people are a lot higher on him than we are. Um, Led the
1: NFL in yards per carry for a long time down there.
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, Former Seahawk cast off as well, by the way. Uh, For me, I think that uh, Kenneth Dixon is actually going to eat into him a little bit. And so is Buck Allen. Yeah. It's just this like muddling where Collins did have a good year last year, but... I don't. I just don't really know how sustainable it is. Yeah. Well, I just like him for and that's where, why I ranked him low. I mean, where they needed somebody.
1: Where he's going ADP wise, you're going to get more carries out of him than you are the people around him for sure. And I think that rankings wise, he floats up a little bit just because of the amount of touches he's going to get. Uh, we believe he'll have a red zone opportunity more than Kenneth Dixon, more right. than Buck Allen. Um, both of those guys, provided I mean, kind of,
0: Joe Flacco. Can actually get him down there. Yeah, every Chris. once in a while he might yeah. mosey on down there. You know, I don't <laughs> get a know. penalty I think or the something. They're going to stink this year.
1: <laughs> they're they're bad. They have Joe Flacco as their quarterback, so it's not going to be great.
0: <laughs> for but. making more money than Aaron Rodgers this year.
1: Yeah, well, life's not fair. No, no. Um, I just think that you know if this is a good ranking for him. I don't think we need to be riding the Alex Collins hype train. It's actually yeah. better to be uh, one or two cars back yeah. on that
0: one. All right, well, speaking of one car back, Tevin Coleman, one car back from being the lead back in Atlanta, but that doesn't mean he hasn't had value. He was a fringe RB1 a couple of years ago. He was like uh, an RB6 for half the season in yeah. four-point PPR. Yeah. yeah, super serviceable guy, Um, not as flashy guy, so he, can, he always ends up going later than he should, and he's a great guy to kind of bolster your stable of running backs, and so that's why we've got him at 25 because of that consistency and just that you know hidden gem kind of feel that he's got to him the full point PPR zero RB hero right here <laughs> yep. is Tevin Coleman that's the guy like, he is the yeah. guy yeah. this is the guy to get if you're if you're doing that strategy but um you know I I really like his ability to run the football too I think he actually runs it really well yeah I think with uh, Devonte Freeman's you know injury history starting to pile up I think you could start to see him actually get some more carries and then go to more towards a split in that regard and. We know Tevin Coleman's the better receiver and yeah. more explosive he's a, player. He's a sneaky big play guy, which he doesn't yeah, get a lot exactly. of credit for. Yeah, exactly. He's a he's a very very good big play guy, and uh, you know for those reasons, I think that we have him ranked really good. Actually, yeah, I like yeah. I like him a lot. He's super, right on the RB two, super print.
1: dangerous out of the backfield. A lot of the ways we were talking about, Tariq Cohen, Tevin Coleman is a nightmare for linebackers, and they use that against teams that have formidable defenses. So he's almost. Matchup proof in a lot yeah. of ways because he's a squirmy guy out there, he's hard to tackle. Right.
0: And don't forget, this season he's running for his money. That's true. He's got a contract up at the end of this year.
1: That's very true. And the Falcons are not going to give it to him. So he's no, they're going... not even gonna give it to Julio, right. it looks so like he's... it's like
0: audition. This is like a McKinnon type of uh it's... <laughs> audition exactly. season.
1: Yeah. And those two are gonna be in the same sentence all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: absolutely. Uh speaking of guys in the same sentence, Mark Ingram. We know that Alvin Kamara is going to be in the same sentence as him this year. We've got him at 24. That's including the four-game suspension. Listen, I still really like Mark Ingram when he gets back. But again, that that week five bye for the Saints is troublesome. Sorry, the week six bye yeah. for the Saints is so troublesome for him coming back because then they ease him in week five. You still can't use him week six. And now you have no idea what they're going to do with him week seven. But we know what he's capable of in this saints run first and i offense e- ex- and so i'm interested i'd expect by like week seven they'll just cut him loose but like it's just like too- let him loose like not cut no not yeah. cut him yeah, yeah. like cut him loose like go crazy you gotta yeah. be healthy you know healthy as a horse by now and you've
1: been here for how long right
0: like so it's not like there's there's like unfamiliarity with the playbook or anything that's exactly. out the window he's fine with that but um i think that it's just so tough to rank him because of that suspension, yeah. you know? Because he could be amazing. We're going to have the same year, problem with Edelman next He finished next week. as a top 10 running back.
1: Honestly, I love year. the ranking that we have consensus-wise. 24 puts us in a great spot. Yeah. yeah. Fringe like, RB2. Yeah, he's, a, he's an RB2 this yeah, year. It exactly. kind of escapes the blame, but that was uh, that was accidental. That was just uh ADP is like
0: back-end third, fourth, fifth round type area, so that's where he's getting drafted anyway. I think
1: he's going to keep falling and keep falling yeah. and keep falling as these mock drafts go on. Something and, to keep in mind for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I like I've said, I, I'd more than likely, if I'm going to own him, trade for him than draft him because I yeah. just don't think he's going to be helping me out. That's he's seven guy,
0: weeks of roster space he, that you won't have him for. He's basically. a guy
1: if you just go out there and dominate for six or seven weeks, you make that trade and try to get skinny for the playoffs yeah. and try to you know yeah. really build the squad. Beach season.
0: Yeah. That's what we got to start calling the playoffs. That's cool.
1: The lead up yeah. to the playoffs, beach <laughs> season. Well, oh, I've cool. always said get skinny, so yeah. that's one and the same. Definitely.
0: All right. Um couple of really good rookies we've got coming up and we've also got a rookie who's going to be a Tuesday guy or a Thursday guy um we've got Darius Geis from Washington a couple Thursday guy yeah couple Thursday guys you're right but Darius Geis let's stay with him right now because the reports are glowing and of course it's puff piece season everybody knows it's my favorite time of year oh yeah you'll see about a hundred just like everybody else tweets Mm -hmm. from my account at why so serious but like for some reason with Geis he's one of the guys I'm believing it for this year. And again, it just goes back to him falling in the draft for what seemed like no particular reason at all. I think he just had like a little bit of a. Uh, they didn't like him. Reckless personality, maybe. Not like. He's not, a freaking and I'm not, millennial, man. Exactly. Well, it's good that he exactly. got drafted that's, to the NFL's most unlikely. That's what team. it is because he. Yeah. And he, and once he went there, the fans love him like immediately. Yeah. So Apparently
1: he, he's like. It's weird because everyone hated him. It yeah. Seems like. Now everyone loves him. And he's like, everything I've seen from him, he's like super personable. Like he's yeah. like dancing around being cool. He's got the dreads going. Josh Rosen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's cool. But yeah. like, um, I don't know. What's Josh Rosen about that?
0: And why does why do people hate him?
1: Oh, because he's so cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. There he the yeah, right. Same problem. <laughs> yeah. But I think guys, uh, to him actually playing football, maybe we want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I think that uh, you know he's just so he's going to be it's going to show that he's way better than Samaj Pirine yeah. and like just basically phase him almost completely. Out. Yeah, I
1: agree with that hundred percent. And
0: he's going to be able to catch the ball, so he's not gonna he's not gonna take Thompson out. Thompson was just too good for them last year, unless Th- Thompson's Achilles problem ling- lingers. And then you have, you know, just a monster. Quite possible. But that I does. think that he could get, you know, a ton of carries yeah. this year and, and have a great season. Really, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Many people had him as a second running back going off the board. People are going to forget about that. They're going to see where he went. Actually, you know what really, I mean. Uh, got, whatever. That's why we pay attention to everything all year. You know, right. we know what his ceiling in the draft was, and then we know where he went. And some people I had him might going fifteenth
0: overall. And so some, yeah. some
1: people might only know where he went. Yeah. So right. um, I'm I'm happy Use about that. It. Yeah. To your
0: advantage, you know. Yeah. Uh, another rookie at number twenty-two. It's Royce Freeman. I think we're a little too Don high on this guy. Don hates him. Me and Tom love him. I baby. love him. I've got him above Rashad Penny
1: on the Thursday rank. I've got well at this least guy he did at, something right. I've got this guy running back seventeen. Yeah, I actually thought that he was going to make it to Thursday. So let me bust out my Royce Freeman notes.
0: Yeah, me. I know, right? I got to scroll too because I had him as a Thursday guy myself. Don, why don't you why don't you talk about yeah, how why you, how why you, how you didn't like him, him and then Just, you know Denver and my God, D'Angelo Henderson, don't Devontae Booker. Just Nothing. I just don't know what to make of it, and I don't know that if they've got two other young guys, I don't know if they're just going to hand it to the rookie right away, but. I think it's a good point. It's a good time to bring this up because I think out of the three of us, I am easily the most, the biggest hater of rookie running backs. You're
1: easily the biggest hater. Yes. Just period. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
1: All right. Royce Freeman. Let's hear it. Number three in the history of rush attempts in the Pac-12. What did the Denver Broncos lose? A three down back. What do they not have in Booker? A three down back. D'Angelo Henderson haven't heard much. We don't about even know what he is. I mean, he had a good preseason, but that's it. Like they see him every day. They had running back issues last year. He would have made it into regular season games last year if he was a actual. You know, well, we have a high level of confidence in this guy. Right. That kind of player. They would have seen Sunburn. We would have seen him, uh and we just straight up did not. Also, number one in touchdowns overall. So that's. Any wide receiver, running back, anything. He's number one in touchdowns overall in the Pac-12 And you history. know CJ
0: Anderson was getting tugs over there in Denver.
1: <laughs> number one in touchdowns from scrimmage. So any position, any uh, way you want to do it. And number two in rushing yards in Pac-12 history. Most of these stats, he leads Oregon in, in the history of Oregon. Yep. He's a guy who's getting over 20 carries a game when Marcus Mariota left.
0: Yeah. This is a workhorse Look, looking to fill a workhorse role. It seems like everything is lining up perfectly for him. The thing that I like most about him is that he's got Case Keenum, he's got D.T. He's got Manny Sanders, so he has an offense around him. He has a line that seems like it's a little better than at least like Seattle or Washington. I think that's why I have him higher. And he seems like more of a lock to just get that that 250 touch mark.
1: The Broncos came to compete this year. They're not packing it in in any way whatsoever, and they needed to get a cheap running back because – in the future, they're not going to be able to afford T.T. and Emmanuel Sanders for their age and for their, you know, I think they're going to produce, but they're not going to produce at the level of which they'll need to be paid or want right. to be paid. The band's not going to stay together for much longer, so they need a cheap, reliable asset back there. This guy's carved out of stone.
0: We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you make great points about it. I'm not. I'm not gonna. You know, you come from you guys Oregon. That.
1: You're gonna play in a spread offense. You're gonna be able to catch the ball. You're gonna be able to do all these things. And if you can dominate the goal line, and like every he has, Oregon
0: running back that's come out in the last few years has been awesome. Well, I mean, your boy Corey Clement. There you
1: go. DeAnthony Thomas. He's still getting run. You can It's actually, yeah. Let's see. Let's see you name five active <laughs> <laughs> NFL running backs from another team that isn't Alabama. I was just holding on to Michael James, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but, no. no. I mean, like, you've sold me. This might be a guy who I end up updating in my, in our rankings update in August. I would yep. actually
1: like to s- formally submit that he's now my 102 in rookie redraft. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> like rookie uh, dynasty Rookie, rookie
0: dynasty, guys. Got it. over Over another... Thursday Over guy? Rojo?
1: Over I Hey, if, Rojo? Did he make it to oh, Thursday? Oh
0: yeah. He's a Thursday guy. He's a guy, Thursday baby. guy, baby. Okay. Well, he's not my Thursday We're guy. We just named him too. <laughs> Rojo? Yeah. <laughs> That's his own nickname, buddy.
1: Is it really? Yeah. All right, perfect. It's his Twitter handle too.
0: I like it. Number 21, a guy that I love this year. Lamar Miller.
1: Actually, we don't know if it's I don't know if it's Rojo or Rojo cuz like I've only Rojo been reading it. Because the Buccaneers right. wear red. Oh,
0: yeah. Nice. There you go. If when they are whatever. The creamsicle jerseys are in my mind. I don't know why. Um, Lamar Miller, he was running back eight when De- when Deshaun Watson was playing. So if we get Deshaun Watson, even if Deshaun Watson gets hurt, hopefully he won't wa- he won't. But like Lamar Miller was still RB an RB two last year.
1: He was averaging eighteen points in full point PPR per game with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: If he can just stay alive Those and be in the numbers. backfield for Watson, the, the, he's gonna have a great. Season. The
1: problem is, is like, can Watson just continue to just obliterate people? Because he was on a tear. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I mean, it's not the smallest sample size either. So there's reason to have. There's reason to have confidence. And I think it was actually even eight.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, he had seven starts. I think he played in eight games because he played in the Jags the first week when they were getting whooped. They brought him in. But this is just volume and situation. Obviously, the volume is going to be there for him as. Um, Deontay Foreman comes off that blown Achilles, and the situation is just absolutely incredible. Where you have yeah. an incredible quarterback who's also a run threat that helps you in that read option for him to get open lanes to run through. You yeah. have a great running back to spread or receiver, excuse me, to spread the field in Hopkins and Fuller to really spread the field. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say Fuller to spread the field, Hopkins to take people away. Hopkins, yeah, to own it's just the field. like yeah. there's just
0: so much going. Right for Lamar Miller that yeah and, and his is the cheapest at his level be. is since he got to the Texans.
1: And it took yeah, it's the cheapest he'll be in a long time, and it took Deonta Foreman a long time to even knock at the door. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So even the game where it looked like the tides were starting to turn, that's the one where he got hurt. Yep. And since it took a long time, he's recovering from an injury that happened late in the season. Like week
0: ten. So and you know, Achilles injuries. Yeah. I can't overstate it with running backs. I think I'm, I'm really dicey on that. And he also
1: had some off the field
0: issues too. Yeah.
1: So there's, there's nothing to say. There's no
0: guarantees with Deontay Foreman this year.
1: There's more guarantees in favor of
0: Lamar Miller. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Great way to end it. That'll do it for numbers 40 through 21. We will be back on Thursday with numbers 20 all the way up to number one. Uh, a lot of intrigue in, in that top 10 so even though you may know the names you don't know the order and so and the order i think is going to be really important this year because there's a lot of different ways that you can go at running back in those top two rounds so we will see everybody on thursday let us know how you think our run, our first half of our running back rankings panned out on twitter we're at oh my gosh i almost just said the wrong thing i almost just said <laughs> we're at why so serious that's not our <laughs> that's not the podcast name we're at Ruts FF, Tom right. is at Hillier FF, Scott is at Wags FF. I am at Y so serious. Don't forget to hit us up on Instagram. We'll be updating you on the DeMarco Murray situation. Uh, in case he does sign ever between now and Thursday or now and you know, ever. Uh, and we'll also be giving you some updates on where Des Bryant ends up going. And we've got memes. There's always memes. <laughs> so uh so check us out on Instagram and Twitter at RutzF. We will see you on Thursday for running backs number twenty through number one. Till next time. Keep scoring.